Good evening, my dear listeners. You have had the misfortune of tuning in to the most terrifying show on the airwaves. Yes, my sweet listeners. Dr. Frightful has come down your chimney and is stealing your roast beast. Nom, 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 nom. Oh, how I've missed you, my listeners. I saw that picture on my mantle of us at that hellmouth. Oh, and it made me think of you. Your screams and whimpers and tears sustain me. And I'm back to collect, my sweet listeners. Like the lint trap on your dryer. Where does all that lint come from? And why does your belly button have so much? Did you know that there are extremophile bacteria in there? The kind that typically thrive in ice caps and thermal vents? Pretty gross, huh? Fun facts with old Dr. Frightful. I have quite the spooky story tonight. As always, I beg of you, please, change the station. In fact, take your radio and hurl it into the unforgiving sea. Just wind up, take a running start, and just launch that radio into the churning waves of Poseidon's backyard. I'll wait. Still here, huh? I understand. The sea is an uncaring and brutal foe. Kind of like my older brother. No matter how hard I begged, he kept giving me wedgie after wedgie. But he's dead now. <laughs> Our story tonight is actually applicable, well, uh, not to the fratricide, but to the unyielding waves. The sea is unrelenting, but a few brave souls give their lives to sit in lighthouses and keep ships safe. This is a story about two such souls. Howell and Griffith. Two people who share a first name, but nothing else. They hate each other, in fact. Two mortal enemies who were forced to work together. But in the in the bad way, like there was a, a bad outcome. In fact, one of them died. I gave away a plot point. Uh, forget I said that. Uh, If only I hadn't misplaced my memory eraser Tesla coil-powered pistol. Mm. Never mind. Two people, both named Jordan, who were mortal enemies and were forced to work over a long, cold winter together in a secluded lighthouse. Way, way back in the 80s. The 1880s. A lighthouse that can only be reached in the frigid winter winds by brave sailors who will bring our heroes some supplies. But sometimes winter can go on for a long time. 
Too bad things don't go well for Howl and Griffith, because, uh... Well, uh... I already spoiled it, and one of them is dead. Here's the scariest part, though. This particular tale is based off of a true story. <laughs> no, for real this time. Look it up. I ain't foolin'. Doesn't the fact that it's real make it all the more terrifying? It sure does for me. <laughs> also, tonight's episode has a language warning. Lots of cussin' and cursin' in this one, my listeners. So, if you are underage, then this content warning will show how cool you are for listening to this podcast. And if you are not underage, and if cussing offends you, then you should have taken my advice and hurled your listening device into the sea. Can't say I didn't warn you. Dr. Frightful presents... Waves. <laughs> Stop looking at me. I said stop looking at me. Stop! I know there's nothing you can do about it. I'm just so sick of looking at your shitty face all goddamn day. Ice forming on your eyebrows. You look really dumb, you know that? Really fucking stupid. I cannot stand that sound any longer! Stop it, Howell. You are talking to a corpse. Again. And also yourself. I wish I could stop. It's the only form of entertainment I have left. Isn't it, Griffith? I had to burn all the books a few weeks back, didn't I? Had to stay warm. You couldn't have told me that you had a bunch of firewood in the crawl space. No, you couldn't. So I had to burn all the things that could have kept me from having to talk to a dead fucking body frozen to the railing of this godforsaken lighthouse. Take a breath, Howl. Don't let this get to you. Someone's gonna come. You know that. I'm sorry I said you look dumb. That was uncalled for. But you know I hate you. Always have. Everyone knows that. Knows that we used to fight all the time in town. Open aggression. I hate you, but a job's a job, right? That's why you're still here with little old me, and not at the bottom of the ocean, being eaten by fish like you deserve. Gotta prove to whoever shows up, whenever they decide to grace us with their presence, that I didn't kill you. That Griffith, the Adonis, wasn't killed by a mere mortal. No. 
Griffith died of a cold. Griffith forgot to change their wet socks. Or forgot to put on a sweater and then they got the sniffles and died. Leaving their hulking frame in a bed that little old me had to drag downstairs to take care of. Luckily for you, your lighthouse keeping partner used to be a cooper. All that barrel making sure helped when it came to making you that coffin. Oh, don't look at me like that, you frozen ogre. What was I supposed to do? If I pitched you over the edge, there would be no way to prove to anyone that I didn't just bash in your Neanderthal skull one night with a hammer. And I certainly couldn't just let you stink up the lighthouse. Our master architect, Sir Whitehall, never really thought to make this shithole big enough. Guess I could have crammed you in the crawlspace. Maybe then I would have found your little stash of firewood, you squirrel-brained bastard. I guess if you were in the crawlspace, you would still have stenched up the place. Maybe building that coffin out of your dresser wasn't such a bad idea at the time. Once I got you in there and put you out on the deck, I thought, well, Mother Nature's icebox will keep that ugly mug nice and fresh so they don't hang me. Good thing I had the foresight to tie that coffin to the railing. One bad wave and you would have surfed right out of here. Maybe you could have sailed all the way, all 20 icy kilometers back to shore, and maybe your popsicle body would have told those idiots in town to come help me. <laughs> you would have done what all those stupid messages in a bottle you threw out to sea never did. Bring us some help. Just like Whitehall used to do it. You said, maybe that's why Whitehall only ever spent one winter here before he fucked off forever. But no. You didn't surf back to shore to get me help. No, you did not. Instead, your coffin was smashed against the lighthouse and your giant body got tangled in the ropes and railing, forever staring me in the fucking face. How long have we been here together, Griffith? How long have you and I been sharing this prison cell strapped to a rock in the Atlantic, hmm? Let's see. Uh, you died... One month... Five days and ten hours ago. And before you croaked, you and I were here working for three months and eight days. Congratulations, buddy! Jesus Christ! This is some shitty winter, don't you think? Alone? Cold? Running low on food, water, booze, good conversation? At least we still have plenty of lighthouse fuel! Too bad it won't burn worth a shit outside of that lamp. You used to say it had to do with the wick. Maybe you weren't as dumb as I thought. At least it's been warming up the last few days. Don't need so much warmth as before. The oil smells terrible anyway. Guess it couldn't smell any worse than, than you would have if you were in here. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm joking. Don't have such a sour face. Come on, laugh. <laughs> Same old Griffith. Can't take a joke. Sitting out there like a fish on ice. Mouth agape. Eyes frosted over while I'm in here. Keeping the flame burning in the lamp so no one dies. Well, no one except you. The only thing keeping those ships from meeting their untimely end at the bottom of the ocean. The same fucking ships that haven't checked in with us in months! All those shitty boats just going about their shitty day while I starve to death. Me, working around the clock, working myself to the bone because you're all tied up. <laughs> Get it? Hello? Wake up, Griffith! Well, hello to you, too. Is that all you can muster? One measly wave of your hand? Oh, look at me! I'm Griffith! I can wave my stupid, dumb hand! Look at you. You haven't lost a single pound since you're a little cold. Look at me. I'm wasting away here. Oh, real fucking nice, Griffith. Just because I used to be a bit rounder than you, you think I can stand to lose a few pounds? Fuck you! You know, you know, we may share a first name, but we could not be more different. I always resented that we got called by our last names because your stupid parents gave you the same name as me. I was born first. Maybe they should be more considerate next time. <laughs> Oh, no, you don't. You can't just change the subject by ringing the ship bell, Griffith. You and I both know that no ship is here. You were just trying to distract me. Give me some false hope. If I didn't know better, I would come out there and I would... How are you doing that? Are you some kind of ventriloquist? Is that... What you've been working on while I, while I sleep? When I do get to sleep? something die in here? Where were you? Howell? Is that you? What happened? You don't look so good. Do you, uh... Do you need to sit down? Where the fuck were you? Put the hammer down, Howell. Where's Griffith? Where the fuck were you? Uh, we sent a few boats out to check on you, but we thought things were fine, so, uh... We didn't risk it. Why would you think that? I've been here for months! Oh, uh, well, 
Every time we got close, we saw someone standing on the deck, leaning against the railing, slowly waving, like they were saying, Hello there! Everything's fine! Don't risk your lives! So we assumed you were both fine. Where's Griffith? <laughs> what was that? Oh, God. Well, that was a pretty scary and spine-chilling story of love, loss, and learning not to take the wave of a dead person as a sign that things are going well. A lesson we all can take to heart. Do you ever think about how lots of old-timey stories could easily be solved in the modern era with a cell phone call or, or text? Technology makes our lives easier, but it sure makes storytelling a lot harder. Which is why I refuse to get a newfangled cellular device and insist on using Carl Carriol's Carrier Pigeons for all my message delivery needs. Each pigeon comes with a little card that lets you know its stats and its backstory. And boy, are they sweet tangy and crispy when roasted over a geothermal vent. Mmm, mmm. Carl Carriol's Carrier Pigeons. For when it absolutely has to get there in a reasonable amount of time based on the flight speed of a carrier pigeon. Or if you just need a snack. <laughs> How are you feeling, my dear listeners? Are you un- easy. <laughs> I find that stories that have a supernatural element are easier to soothe yourself from fearing at night when you stare up at the ceiling. I mean, maybe vampires aren't real. Maybe there isn't a mummy slowly crawling towards you to take your sweet, sweet moisture away. Maybe ghosts are just our minds playing tricks on us. Stories like this one can really get into your bones, though. What would you do if you were trapped in a lighthouse with no relief in sight? Pretty scary stuff, don't you think? Or maybe not. (laughs) Who am I? The scare president of your mind? (laughs) Not yet. But trust me, one day I will win that election. Oh, and it'll be a bad day for you, my sweet listeners. A bad day indeed. Well, that's all the time we have for tonight, my dear listeners. Dr. Frightful has to de-ice his corpse garden. Well, listeners, it has been a delight to chill your spines once more this evening. Remember to keep your doors locked tight and your curtains drawn just in case I, Dr. Frightful, come to your town. Especially if I'm looking for some new stories. Sleep well, sleep tight, and don't answer that knock on your mirror. 
Mirror you has nothing to say that you want to hear. Good night. <laughs> Waves was written, directed, and edited by Graham Kent, featuring the voice talents of Daniel Roy and Graham Kent as Dr. Frightful. Dr. Frightful's theme and credit music performed by Connor Denemy and Joanna Arnott. Follow Buttered Ghost Theater on Instagram and Facebook for more details. Or email us at butteredghosttheater at gmail.com. That's theater with an R-E, not an E-R. Don't forget to rate us, share, and subscribe. Our podcast is created and recorded on Treaty 6 territory and is the homeland of the Cree, Soto, Métis, Dakota, Lakota, Nakota, and more. We at the podcast will continue to do our best to learn more about the people who have been here since time immemorial and the agreements that we all live under, together. And we encourage you to do the same. Thank you, and stay well.